Hallelujah. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 5. I've titled Train Yourself to Hear, to Listen. Hebrews chapter 5. I'll start from verse 11. Hebrews 5:11 says, you can read the, the front part. Uh, author is talking about the priesthood, how Jesus, our high priest, and all those things. And then in verse 11, he says, Of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you. Again, the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and so- not solid food. For everyone who pra- part- partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of God- righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised trained to discern both good and evil. Let me read from the message translation. I have a lot more to say about this, but it is hard to get it across to you since you have picked up this bad habit of not listening. By this time, you ought to be teachers yourselves, Yet, here I find you need someone to sit down with you and go over the basics of God again. Starting from square one, baby's milk, when you go, when you should have been on solid food long ago. Milk is for beginners, beginners, inexperienced in God's ways. Solid food is for the mature who have some practice in telling right from wrong. Hallelujah. Let's go to John 10. John 10, first verse. Most surely I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he brings them out, his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his Voice. Amen? Amen. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Go down to verse 14. I am a good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As my father knows me, even I lay my... uh, even. Uh, even so, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and they will be one flock and one shepherd. Hallelujah. Put here, train yourself to listen. It's the same flow which Pastor Craig has been de- dealing on Wednesdays, how to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? I'm just coming from a different angle. It's the same thing, how to be led by the Spirit of God. 
So in fifth chapter of Hebrew, Paul is talking, author is talking. He's saying, I have a lot of things to tell you. But you have picked up a bad habit of not hearing, not listening. I have many things to talk. But you have picked up a bad habit of not listening. And over here, Jesus is saying that my sheep hears my voice. My own people follow not the stranger, but they follow who? His voice. Amen? So which is the highest flow? Following his voice. Following his leading. That's the highest voice. That's the highest flow. But because it's written in the Bible, it's not automatic for everybody. Because it's written in the Bible, it doesn't mean that you will hear his voice, that you will be led by him if you do not yourself train to hear him. Right? Hallelujah. Bible is a proof of it. Bible is a living example of every single person who has failed to listen and who has listened. And that's why it's written over there, Paul said, I want to tell you a lot of things, but you are dull of hearing. Amplified says, you are sluggish. You are dull of hearing. So means a Christian should be led by the Spirit of God. Christian has a birthright to be led by the Spirit of God. But if he's not led by God, it is not God's fault. It is whose fault? That Christian's fault. Because the, here he says, I want to tell you a lot of things. Holy Ghost through me wants to say a lot of things to you. And Holy Ghost wants to directly say a lot of things to you. But because you have picked up a habit of not listening. Yeah. Right? So it means they must have done something wrong that they have picked up a habit of not listening. Right? Amen? Amen. The day you became born again, the day you gave your life, I don't care 30 years ago, 50 years ago, or some of you 80 years ago, I don't know. I just gave it 11 years ago. The same day you were entitled, you had, sorry Mr. Rain, right, you had the right to be led by the Spirit of God because it's a birthright. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The day you are born in your father's home, natural, that day, same day, you are entitled for that inheritance which belongs to him. But that doesn't mean it will fall into your lap by when you're 18. But because if you don't live properly in front of your father, he has the right to give you or not give you. Similarly, you are entitled, you have the right, you are like proper person to be led by the Spirit of God, but you have to train yourself to listen to the Holy Ghost. You have to train yourself to hear the voice of your own spirit. You have to train yourself. It doesn't fall automatically because you are born again. Bible has so many promises. Tell me anybody, if anything comes to pass in your life without you being doing anything in that. Nothing. Because you have a part to play. You have to practice those things. If you obey the leading of the Holy Ghost, if you do the whatever is written in the word, then I will do this. If you bring the tithe, I will do this. If you love everyone, I will do this. If you forgive them, I will forgive. Is there anything says, okay, you don't do anything, I'll take care of you. He did that for sin and that's done forever. But after that, it's all by works. It's all by practice. It's all by learning. It's all by training. Amen? Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At the last, in Hebrew 5, at the last he said, solid food 
is for the mature who have some practice. Hallelujah. What is training? It's basically practicing. Hallelujah. What is training? Ask from athlete. Ask from Olympian. Ask from a person who, who, who goes to work out. What is that? It's a practice. Ask from anybody who plays a sport. He knows that it's a practice. They play one day, but they practice every day. They play once a month even, but they practice every day. They train every day because they know if I stop training, if I stop practicing, I will not be able to perform to the highest level, which I have to do. Same is for a Christian. If you don't practice, if you don't train yourself, the promises will be in the Bible. You will have the Bible. You can have five Bibles. You can leave open Bible. You can put Bible on your chest. You can lie down on the Bible. You can do anything. You can play the Bible throughout night. Nothing will happen to you. Because you have to practice the Bible. Hallelujah. How can you train yourself to listen? How can you train yourself to listen? Because Jesus said, it's your right that you should be led by my spirit. It's your right that my sheep hears my voice. Right? Where does Jesus live? Where does his Holy Ghost live? In our spirit. Hallelujah. For the time's sake, the spirit of the Lord is living inside of us. Right? Romans 8.14 says, As many are led by the spirit of God, they are sons of God. 8.16 says, The spirit bears witness with our spirit to assure, to affirm all these things. Hallelujah. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Proverbs 20. Hallelujah. Where does God lead you? In your spirit. Not in your mind. Not in the outside. Nothing anywhere. But in your spirit. So it's my responsibility. If God is about to lead, lead me in my life, in my spirit, it's my job to train my spirit for that leading. Hallelujah. Last Wednesday was great. How many were you here? Right? He preached just on one scripture, the guy, Pastor Craig. <laughs> He's a master. I, I, I talk to sometimes Reverend Taylor, like, you want to pull your hair out, man? Like, what, what, how can he talk on one just word, like an hour and two hours, just, just because the time he gets lets you go? But otherwise, he can keep on going 10 o'clock, 10 30. Right? Because he knows these things. So that's why he said yes last time that your problem is not a problem. You don't have problems. But there is one problem people have. That is, they don't hear. They don't hear. That's why he said, ask God for a hearing heart. Refresh something. Hallelujah. That's what he said. Solomon didn't ask for money. Solomon didn't ask for the king. Solomon didn't ask for anything else. But for what? A hearing heart. That's what he said. The spirit of wisdom is a hearing heart. Right? But can I say, you can have, you can ask God for hearing heart. And he will give you. But if you don't do this thing, which I'm going to teach you today, you will skip and miss a few things in your life. You know, Kenneth Hagin says that, that people don't listen. That's his phrase. He kept on saying throughout his ministry. 70 years, he kept on saying, people don't listen. People usually don't listen. Pastor Nancy keeps repeating that phrase in her books that my spiritual father used to say, people usually don't listen. Because people usually don't listen. Who? God. Where is God speaking? In the spirit. 
And people, why don't they not listening? Pastor Kek said people don't hear. Why? Because, can I say one thing? You can learn doctrine coming in this church in half a year or two years or half month or six days, seven days. I don't care. You can le- learn the doctrine. Eight C's is a doctrine. Resist the devil, he will flee. It's a doctrine. You can learn, pick up a phrase from your friend. But one thing you will never learn, you have to practice it. That is the word of God. And that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing that will help you to train your spirit. And if you do not do that thing and that thing alone, you will not be able to train your spirit to the fullest. And if your spirit is not trained to the fullest, you may pick up few things, but maybe not. And depending on how the outcome will be, your life will be impacted by that. Right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some things you will pick up and some things you won't be able to pick up. Because your spirit is not fully trained. And your spirit will not be trained by just coming to church and listening to church sermon once a week or twice a week. Hallelujah. If you want to train your spirit, and you have to train your spirit, because in your spirit will God speak, in your spirit will God lead, in your spirit will God tell you the future, tell you the things you should do and you have to do, and then why don't we train that part of our being? I know it's basic. But listen, if you're not doing, you're failing. Right? It's basic. It's basic. But if you're not doing the basics, you know the athletes who are top level athletes? There can be half a million people who's playing soccer, but half the million soccer players are not popular, and they're not making that same money. But few people are making. You know why? Those people have mastered the basics. They have mastered it. They have the same ball and the same 22 player on the field, but only few are the top level people in them. Right? So there are so many Christians around the world. There are so many people here, but few have trained. For Pastor Craig to say that and Kent Egan to say that people don't listen, people don't hear, means we have lacked in one thing, and that is training our spirit. Hallelujah. And that's not hard. If you make a heart, if you make yourself, I want to train, I will train, and that can be trained. It's not hard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can I take you to Joshua 1 and 8, which you can quote. Even the kids in our QOP can quote a few of them. But I'll tell you, if it was alone quoting, we would have reached some places. Hallelujah. Your life could have a different outcome. But it's not just quoting. It's not just speaking. It's something practicing. Your spirit will never be trained if you are just speaking instead of not practicing. Amen. Now let's go to Joshua 1.8. It says that, you know the story, everything. I'll just go straight. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on day and night. You shall meditate it on day and night. For what? Meditate for what? So that you can do it. So you can practice this. Answer was in the book. 
Hallelujah. I'm keeping it light, guys. So you can do what? Do according to, you can may observe and to do according to what is written. Why people don't do what is written? So basically he said, you meditate, then you will be able to do. If you are not doing, you are not meditating. If you are not meditating, means you are coming to church and listening to a good sermon. You are coming to church and listening to Sunday. You are coming to church and listening to Wednesday. But you are not meditating. Meditating is not what two hours you do over here. Meditating is separate than what you do come over here. Amen. Amen? You all know meditating is ponder to think. Meditating is to imagine. Right? But can I tell you one thing? In meditation, you can think about the scripture. You can mutter the scripture. Speak the words over you. But if you don't see yourself in the scripture, you will not benefit from that scripture. You can think about it day and night. But if you don't see yourself in the scripture. Hallelujah. That's what meditation really is. It's not just, oh, I'm, okay, I'm gone. No, you have to put that scripture in you and the scripture, you have to put yourself in the scripture. Jesus said, I am the wine and you are the branches. Hallelujah. Anyone who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit and the fruit will glorify the father. I in him and he will be in me. You have to put the word in yourself, but you have to put yourself in the word too. That's what real meditation is. And if you don't do that way, you can read a scripture, you can think about a scripture, but in five days you will be like, rush, 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 oh, why I'm not happening? You will throw that meditation away. Because you are not seeing yourself in the scripture. You have to see yourself in the scripture. That's what it is really about meditation. It's not just, I'll mutter the scripture over me. I'll speak it over me. Like I have to take a shower or put water over me. You have to see yourself in the Bible. You have to locate yourself in the word. That's real meditation is. Because Jesus has to do the same thing. Jesus had to do the same thing. If you read in 14th chapter of John, he's talking to his disciples. I'm going here. And then they are like, where are you going? Then he, he read something, he said something that soon I'll go and the world will not see me. But you will see me for I'm going to the Father. The, so that you may know I am in the Father, you in me and I in you. You have to see yourself in the Bible. You have to put yourself in the Bible. You have to relate the Bible to you personally. It's not a book of information. It's a source of revelation for your spirit man. It's not just a book. If it's a book for you, you can come. God bless you. But you have to see it as a to you personally. Because if you cannot see to yourself personally, and if you cannot locate yourself in the Bible, then you really is, you're coming, but you're not training your spirit. Because if you're not training your spirit, then how can you hear from God? To hear from God, you have to train. To train, you have to meditate. To meditate, you have to see yourself in the Bible. 
You don't go there and see, oh, let me see where is Jesus in the Bible. He is everywhere from first to last page. But where are you? Right? Where are you? Locate yourself. Find yourself. And if you are coming in a wrong place, then try to change from there to a right place. Move from that place. If you are coming in a part which is not so very well pleasing to Jesus, then try your best to come out of that place and into a place where it says, Ah, well done, my servant. Amen? So meditation is not just pondering and thinking. Yes, you ponder. Yes, you think. Yes, you imagine. Yes, you speak over yourself. Yes, you do all those things. Because Kenneth Hagin said, and Kenneth Hagin said this thing, and there are many big men and women of God who have said the same thing. If you want to grow spiritually faster, the first and the best and the only good, great way is meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. Kenty Hagen, even you can read the story in his one of so many books. He was in struggling something, I guess. And then God said to him, he was doing three, three services in a day. And he was tiring himself. God said, you don't have to do all those things. When he said, you don't have to fast, you have to live faster lifestyle. In that, that story, when God said to him, in that story, he said to him, you don't do all those things. You, I want you to lie in the bed in the afternoon and meditate. What he was doing meditation, he was not just thinking about the scripture. He was thinking about him, where he fit in that scripture. He was trying to locate himself in that scripture. That's the best and that's the greatest way to train your spirit. Hallelujah. If you don't locate yourself in the scripture, how can you do what the meditation is saying about it? The Bible says, if you... This book shall not depart from you. Because this is the book full of revelation for your spirit. And you will grow and you will do mighty things. Because I have promised you. And this book shall be in front of your eyes day and night. Now, you, can leave, you cannot leave the work and stay day and night here. And say, I'm just reading the Bible. No. God knows everything. God knows your life. God knows even in 2020, 10 years, 15 or 20 years, how the life will be. He knows everything. But he said, meditate on it. How you meditate? When you wake up in the morning... Study the Bible, look into the Bible, and then let that word go into your mind. And when you're going to the work, when you're working at a place, when you have a time, just keep thinking yourself in the word and let that word stay in you. That's how Jesus said, if you be in me and my word abide in you and you in me, then you will bear fruit. The problem is we are living in a society which is rush, 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 rush. And we are here because we live in, especially in this part of the world, where we have tick lists, lists like, oh, okay, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to, oh, I have to meditate, I've done meditation, I'm gone, I've done 15 minutes. It's not that 15 minutes. You can do 15 minutes in the morning and do not even remember what you did in the morning in 10 hours, half an hour or one hour. Is that meditation? Why? Why did you forget? Because you didn't put yourself in there. You put the words in your mouth. You put the words in your brain also. But in half an hour, why it skipped away? Why? Because you didn't see yourself in the word. Because if you see yourself in the word, you will not forget. Because why do you work? For yourself. Why do you dress up? For somebody else? For your proper. Why do you eat? For somebody else? For you. 
Why don't you meditate for yourself then like that way? Hallelujah. You meditate that way for your own spirit. And your own spirit will become strong and be trained by practicing that. Hallelujah. Amen. Problem is not a problem. Problem is because every single situation that comes in your life, God already knows about it. Every single thing you have, you cannot figure out with your mind, God already knows the solution. God already knows the answer. But why? God, why are you not telling us? Why are you not keeping it? Why are you keeping a secret? Why are you letting me suffer? It's not that. It's you, you are, who are not training yourself properly because the answer is in your spirit. Why, why, why Pastor Nancy says, Pastor Craig. You have heard the story. Where is the answer? In your spirit. And if your spirit is not trained, the answer stays there. Answer there will not help you. Answer coming out of there will help you. But how you will take it out when you have not trained it properly. To train you have to meditate. And to meditate you have to look yourself in the word. You have to put yourself in the word. Amen. Hallelujah. And when you have put yourself in the word. You are addicted to the word. You are connected to the word. And then what do you do with that word? You practice that word. That's what the meditation is really. He said, meditate on day and night that you may be able to practice it. Because if you hear and don't do, basically you're a fool. Sorry for language, but that's what Jesus meant. Jesus used even big words than that. (laughs) Right? Didn't he say? Didn't he say, James 1, if you just hear and don't do, if you just listen and don't act, you are just deceiving yourself. You can be coming to church. You can be doing anything in the church. You can be giving anything to anyone. But you are doing is deceiving yourself. Because answer will not come if you have sown extra seeds. Answer will not come to you if you, even if you have vacuumed the floor. Answer will only come to you because you have trained your spirit. It's not that I'll vacuum the floor and God will write on the wall, oh, that's my answer. No. It's in your spirit. And in your spirit, you have to take it out. To take it out, you have to train yourself how to listen. Because God is always speaking to you. God is always talking to you. God is always leading you. God is always tweaking you. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, I'm the shepherd. They are my sheep. They hear my voice. Stranger will they follow not. But my voice, they will listen. And in my voice is the answer for them. In my voice is the solution for them. In my voice is better life for them. Whatever Jesus has promised, it will not come to pass automatically. You have to keep pulling. You have to keep pulling out of it. You have to keep training your spirit. That's why meditation is not a one-week course. Meditation is not because Pastor Craig or Dr. Evan Kennedy, Hagen, or no, no. Dr. Randy Greer came here and last month said us. It's not just one month and we forget after that. It's lifetime. It's lifetime. Meditation is a lifetime. Hearing is lifetime. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hearing is for lifetime. God wants to manifest. You know, as a parent, you all, few of you are parents. And what you want for your kids 
is better than what you are, where you are. I will never, I've never met a person say, I'm here, but I want my kids to be here. They say, I'm here, but I want my kids to be here. If you as a parent who falls, rises up, sins, repent, go further. If you have that for your kids, and even if your kids serve God or not, how much God whom you are serving wants this for you? How much God wants for you? But he cannot violate his own law. He can violate his own system he has set up. That's why he said, you have to train yourself and you have to train your spirit in such a way that by meditation, by practicing the word, that you be able to hear from me because I know everything about your future. I have the one, I'm the one who prepared your future. I'm the one who knows in and out, protection, everything. Everything I know about where the dangers lie, where the problems are. I know every single person's heart who is against you, who is with you, and even not with, standing with you, but not even from heart with you. He knows everything, but how will you find? You cannot read people's heart, minds. But God will show to you. God will read to you. And he will, and this is a very long subject. Pastor Greg preached on 52 set. Wednesday is one year. So I'm trying to compose whatever I can say. But I'm saying this to you that if you don't train yourself, you will never be able to hear the way you want and you should be hearing. Because in hearing only, you can hear from God and be led by God in certain things in your life. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. As a pastor, you need to be led. As a, as a businessman, you need to be led. As a housewife, you need to be led. As a prayer warrior, you need to be led. Doesn't matter what occupation, doesn't matter what phase of life you are. You have to be led in order to receive God's best from God. And to be led, you have to train. And to train, you have to meditate. And to meditate, you have to think yourself in the word. You have to put yourself in the word. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And when you put yourself in the word and you... Listen the word. Every Sunday you come here, you listen the word. Every Sunday you come here, you hear the word. But are you practicing that word? Are you practicing what you are meditating? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's where the rubber meets the road. You can learn and read the Bible and meditate and say, um, in, oh, says, love your neighbor. And then, You have the opportunity to practice that word when your neighbor really is not a lovable. (laughs) If that's the right word. Right? Then you, if you don't practice, is your meditation worth? So if your meditation is not worth, is your spirit trained? No. And if your spirit is not trained... And you need an answer for your life. You are in a crunch situation. You want something. Sorry. God is not a lottery system. God works in phases. God works in seasons. God works in life through your trained spirit. Hallelujah. Neither are we in the Old Testament where you can put a fleece. We are a new one. Neither are you in the Old Testament where God will come at a fire and lead you. No. He will lead you in in here. And in here to be led, you have to listen. You have to hear him. 
Jesus kept on saying, Jesus kept on saying, those who have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody starts at the same stage. But those who meditate and practice, those who listen and practice, those who read the Bible and then they go out intentionally to do the word, they are the one who are training their spirits. Then you will see the fruit in their lives. Hallelujah. You will see the fruit in their lives. They don't have to tell you. And you don't have to ask them, oh, is your spirit trained? You will see where they are in five years. You will see where they are in two years. You will see where their businesses are in a few years. Why? Because they are kept, they have kept the same basic thing. They have trained their spirit and they are hearing from God. They are hearing from God and they are doing. They are hearing from God and they are doing. Hallelujah. It's not about education. It's not about your skin. Kennedy Hagen talks about a businessman who was 30 or 32 when he had $5,500 or $6,500 job a year in those days. In those days. Years ago. And he left quit his job to go into a business. And he went into a business and he, he kept, he had three tapes of Kenty Hagen, I guess, or three or four. And out of one, which was, how to be led by the Spirit of God, something like that, that phrase. And he kept meditating, kept feeding his spirit, kept feeding his spirit, kept studying that word, kept, keep, keep it going, keep it going continuously, and then keep on practicing continuously. In six years, he had a business worth of 30 million in those years. Without education, without any smarts in the mind. But what he did, he kept hearing from God. He kept hearing from God. He kept hearing from God. And God said, oh, oh, go this way. Oh, oh, don't invest here. Do this. Don't do that. That person is not a beneficial for you. Oh, he's, he looks, seems poor, but go with him. He kept, in six years, he was from $5,500 a year to $30 million. In those years, if it's now, he's a Tesla guy, Elon Musk. <laughs> $30 million in like 70 years, 80 years is a different now. Right? But how did he go there? With his smarts? No. With what? With just a simple basic teaching. That is, he trained his spirit, fed on the word, meditated on the word, trained his spirit, and then he intentionally went out where God was leading, went out where he was calling him, and he kept going, practicing the word, practicing in the word, and then kept going. And in six years, the man turned around, not his own life, but the life of his coming future generations also. Hallelujah. Amen? If God can do for him, why can't for do for us? But it's not just upon God, it's upon us, because our ability to hear will impact our future. Hallelujah. Our ability to hear. God is always speaking. God is always talking. God is always leading. But are we hearing? Are we busy in something else? Or are we listening to him? Right? Hallelujah. If you, if you, if you read the word and you don't practice... If you meditate the word and don't practice, because meditation is basically thinking and looking yourself in the word and then intentionally doing that, purposefully doing that. Right? You have to do it. You have to practice that. Whatever you have heard, whatever you have read, whatever you have listened, because without practice, you cannot be trained. And if you are not trained, you can miss 
that young man could have missed and stayed from 65 or 55 to maybe 66 or 7,000 even year. In six years, he might have gone from there to there. But because he had the ability, he had the heart to hear, he, had the, he wanted to hear from God. For that, he said, I will do anything. Are you in that boat? You want to hear from God. Can you do anything? Then start doing what I'm telling, teaching you. That meditation and thinking yourself and putting yourself in there and practicing that. Because if you don't practice, your meditation is useless. And if you're not meditating and you're busy somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in your job, in your everything, because listen, everybody has 24 hours. Nobody has 35 hours a day. Everybody has 24 hours. Everybody has something to do. Everybody has to go somewhere. Everybody has to meet some places. Then you have to cut down, narrow your life to a place where you have a time to sleep, time to eat, time to go to work, time to meditate. Because if you don't meditate, you will not be able to train. If you don't train, you will not hear. And you will be in the same circle of life even after 10, 20, 15 years. If you want to come out of that circle, you have to train. Because, believe me, there is a circle in this country where people are in their paycheck comes, you are in a circle. Year comes by, next year comes, next year comes, you are involving same. You may get from few hundred to other. But if you want to jump, because God has big things stored for everybody. Yes. It's not just ministers and ministries. He has for everybody because ministry, he loves people more than anything. Yes. He loves his children more than anything. And he wants to tell his children the best and give the best to him them, than anybody. He said, you sinners, you want to give best to your children. I am the father. I want to give the best of the best of the best. But my people, my children, they are so busy not in hearing me. Because if they are not hearing, how can I give to them? When I tell them to go, they don't go. When I tell them to do, they don't do. But if they hear, how you hear? Without training. So you train yourself every day to hear. How you train? By picking up the word, by meditating. You say, I have heard that word so many times. Listen, you have heard many times. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you are not doing, you are just deceiving yourself. If you are not doing, you are deceiving yourself. And you're thinking you're above the word. Then there's a pride root coming out of your heart. Just deal with that. Take that out and humble yourself and say, God, I'm not doing. Help me. I've heard this from 25 years. I'm hearing this kind of sermons every here and there, every year. But I'm not able to do. Help me to do. And then God may show you, stop judging others. Stop doing these things because this is like a boat with holes. And you are trying to sail across the ocean. Good luck. Right? He will, he will deal with your heart. Right? Hallelujah. Always, 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 when you come to church, humble yourself. Nobody is greater than the Lord. Nobody is greater than Jesus. Nobody is greater. If even if you have read, preached, heard many times, just humble yourself and say, Lord, I'm here to learn and open in me anything and everything you want me to do. Because learning helped me. Learning is training me. 
I'm coming to church being trained. But two hours coming to church in a week is not enough training. I'll go back. Whatever I heard, I'll practice. Uh, last Sunday, Lord, I heard waiting on the Lord. Did anybody wait on the Lord? No. Then you heard, but you didn't do. Then what you, how did you train? How you, how, 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 how? Right? When you hear and you do, that is what called practicing. That is what called, Jesus said, when you hear and you do, you are a house building upon a rock. Problems will come, don't worry, because I'm not promised that problems will not come, but I have promised you will overcome every single problem. Why? Because you're hearing. Confessions have been taken out of place. Doctrine has been taken out of place certain times. There's a place of doctrine, there's a place of confessions. It cannot take a place of meditation. It cannot take a place of practicing. It cannot take a place of doing what you are hearing in the church and what you are hearing and studying by yourself in your home. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah? Amen. Hallelujah? Hallelujah? Any help? Yes. Yes. Because if you don't train, you can hear. Yeah. And if you can hear, you may miss big things. You may big, miss big, big things. Because God will not tell you big things in a different way. There was a girl in Pastor Nancy talks about her in one of the books. She had a friend's uh, trip together. Four of them planned. Might have read the book. Planned. Young girl have saved money, planned the trip, going to a trip that same morning when her friends were about to pick her up in the morning, she felt uneasiness. What if she had not trained her spirit and never felt that uneasiness? But she felt uneasiness. God didn't talk to her in another way, any other way. Just she felt uneasiness. And she said to her friends, I know we have to go. I know I have paid, but I'm not going. Because I'm not violating what I'm hearing here. Because she had trained herself to hear from God. And God doesn't always speak. Sometimes he just gives you a feeling inside your spirit. Well, Pastor Craig or Dr. Kenneth Higgins says, velvety feeling. Hard feeling. She had a feeling not to go. She didn't go. The friends coming back had on collision with the eight. Big tractor trailer, they all died, and she was survived. She went to Pastor Nancy and told the story. She told the story that I didn't care about the money. I didn't care about my friendship because friends tried to take her to, because we have planned, we have planned for so many months. Oh, this was the big thing. We were waiting for that. She didn't move by anything because she has trained her spirit in such a way to hear from God that she was survived from the big accident. She would have been killed in that. Then people would say, why happened to a Christian? It's not God's problem. It's your issue if you don't train your spirit. It's not God's problem. God always warns. God always warns. God always leads. His Holy Ghost is for leading. 
He will lead you. He is leading you probably right now also in your life. But it's not him you're pushing. Listen, Holy Ghost never pushes. Holy Ghost never drives you. It's demons those pushes. It's demons those drive. Holy Ghost is a gentle. He will tell you in spirit, don't go. Go. Now, it's up to you if you have trained your spirit enough to hear and say, oh, oh, I'm not doing that. But if you can say, oh, oh, maybe, maybe, what if, Lord, I'll just go and what will happen? Nothing will happen. I'll just go. I'll plead the blood. I'll say my confession. I'll plead anything and everything. I'll give all eight seas and I claim everything. No, you cannot violate your spirit. You cannot violate here. And this is where God says things. This is here where God leads you. This is here where rescues are. This is here where promotions are. This is here where business explodings are. This is where, where anything and everything in your life is connected. Hallelujah. Amen. So if everything in my life is connected with God and God is in my spirit, why I don't take time to train my spirit? Why I am so busy, busy in friends? Why I am so busy, busy in TV? Why I am so busy, busy in other things which are not even that important anyways? Why don't I train myself in such a way that I will produce a fruit in my life that will glorify God? Your fruit in your life is not dependent on God. It's connected to your hearing. If you are dull of hearing, fruit will be lost. Paul said, I've seen grace upon people lost. I've seen fruit going to the ground. Why? Because people are sluggish of hearing, dull of hearing. They have produced a bad habit of not listening to who? To the one who is leading them here. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Take time. Take time. God doesn't work in a magic. God works through your spirit. He doesn't work through you, through Pastor Craig's spirit. Through your spirit. If you're not able to hear right now, if you're in a season of training, and you are to make a big decision, run to your man of God. God has answer in his mouth. For a season, but you can be a year, 25-year-old Christian, and then still running to him, and asking him, why? Because you have not trained your own spirit. God will stop speaking through him even. Why? Because he wants you to train your spirit. Because in training spirit, you are getting more close to Jesus. In connecting, even in practicing the word, you are getting in love with Jesus. That's the whole point of us surviving and living on this earth. Not to how much I can make, how much I can wear, how much I can possess. No, whole point is loving him and him alone. And when you are meditating on the word, you are seeing what Jesus has done for you. And you are seeing what you are about to do through him and in him. And you are like, oh wow, your love is getting more. And when your love is getting more stronger, your spirit is getting more stronger, your life will become more joyful. You don't have to find a joy in a vacation. Though it's not wrong to have vacation. But your joy will come out of spirit. Why? Because you're training your spirit rightly. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. In your spirit. 
in your spirit and you you cannot train your spirit any other way how can you train your spirit because this word is the food for your spirit my words are life and spirit to your flesh to you right my words are so his word is a source full of revelation full of information full of full package here in you but if you don't open and read useless if you open and read and don't do yeah it's useless if you open read and say i read that treat your wife nicely treat your wife this way and i'll treat my wife that way and next option opportunity comes you start practicing the word what is what are you doing you're training your spirit you're training your spirit hallelujah and god is looking at that hallelujah god is not so busy in this heaven that he is not looking at you being trained he is looking at your all seasons he is looking at every single season of your life he is looking okay are you training okay no he is not he is still looking okay he has picked up the word ah that's it he'll do something oh oh he is not practicing oh he has picked up the word he's practicing yo he stumbled that's fine that's fine he'll get up he'll doing again oh god joy is over that yes. hallelujah he rejoices over that because if your spirit is strong if your spirit is trained if you are picking up everything from the lord then your natural life will become very strong and if you are just focusing on natural and financial life and missing that training part you are building on a sand build as high as you want doesn't matter to god because god is not in at any ways because he is in your spirit and in being you trained hallelujah amen hallelujah and when you practice you will fall you will fall but that's okay get up and start again you will fall again who cares get up do it again fall again that's okay do it again don't keep 15 years in falling and doing but <laughs> hallelujah very simple that start training your spirits start training your spirits if pastor kick said last whole wednesday that god problem is not a big problem it's them not hearing a big problem and can think that oh people don't listen i've been teaching from 70 years they're not listening you're only and the best way yes you pray in spirit yes you do things but if you're not doing the word and practicing the word listen if this is a written word in front of you you are not looking at it you are not reading it you are not practicing it what do you think you will hear from god and practice that you will not <laughs> if you're not practicing this you will not practice that even if you hear from i don't know how you will not practice that even start practicing this start in your practice is the training and in training developing your spirit is the key for your hearing and when you hear and do what god is saying to you you will be promoted you will come out of things which you are using faith for that you know one timothy 
119, for the sake of time, you can read 1 Timothy 119. It talks about the Spirit's voice and the faith. Two things, conscience, Spirit's voice, and the faith. There are people who have been using faith, 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 but not hearing what God is saying, not hearing and obeying what his, their spirits are saying. Even though they are trained, they are not practicing what they are hearing. Even then, they have shipwrecked their own faith. Right? Because they were not doing what? They were not practicing even after they were picking up things. So practice is the biggest thing for a Christian. You have to practice this. And then when God says to you, you have to practice that. Basically, what is practice? Doing. And when you do, you keep on growing. You keep on moving forward. You keep on moving forward. You go on steps. You're going on steps. You fall from ninth step to a first. Will you be lifted up and be brought on the tenth step? No, you will start from where? Again from there. Same is with us. You, when you listen and do, when you hear and do, when you practice, you are putting one step at each time. You are practicing and you are putting steps. You are going forward and further and ahead and higher. That's all. But if you don't train, you will not be able to hear properly. And you will miss things. Amen? Amen. There was a, one minister, I don't want to tell the name. He was from India. He was a big minister. Because he was so high-level minister, he was apostle. Millions of people gathered when he used to preach, teach. He, his ministry was the biggest at that time. He has, God said to him, he has trained his spirit. He has trained his spirit, and God said to him, buy Mercedes. And he, God told him a proper model. And he picked up in his spirit. Because in ministers in India... There are so many other religions in India. And then when you do buy big things and all those things, people start comparing you with those kind of religious leaders. And then they start saying, oh, you're the same guy and all those things. And sometimes the ministers, they go back and push themselves. And, but God was training him in that to come out of that circle, that mentality into the mentality of my kingdom. But he was pushing it back. God said to him, buy that Mercedes model. And he, he went to market. He bought Mercedes, but not the same model. A model less, but he bought Mercedes. Did he hear? He heard. But did he practice? No. His daughter was going on that Mercedes. Had done collision. His daughter dies. He went on his knees. Lord, Why? God said, it's not my problem. You didn't do what I said to you to do. I didn't kill your daughter. I told you, I was warning you, there's an accident coming in future by this model because this model has an airbag in it. Your daughter would have been survived. But now, get up and start practicing more what you hear. He got up, he started doing more. And his ministry is still, still in India is big time. But it all comes back of your training, your spirit to listen from God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It all comes back how you do things with your spirit. Are you lazy at home? 
Are you way too busy in other natural things at home? Are you putting things of the nature or your body or your friendships or other things of pleasure ahead of things of spirit? Then you are not training the way God wants to train because God knows what is your future? How far there are problems and how far there are blessings. But if you don't train in that road, then you are what? You can pass the blessing and hit the wall. Or you can... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Remember Oral Roberts, I think he used to say, every day, either you get the blessing or you pass by blessings. Every day. But if you are trained to hear from God, you will not let it pass. You will not let it pass. You will grab the opportunity when it arrives to you. You will take it and grow from there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's simple, but it's effective for you. It's simple because pastors, when they come, they don't have to tell every revelation they have. They have to tell what's best for you. Because what the role of pastor is, feed my, my sheep. Teach my sheep so they can go that way where I want, to go, want them to go. Hallelujah. 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 We have been, seven parts have been done. How to be led by the Spirit of God. And God is endeavoring to lead us in every single area of our life. He appeared to Kenneth and he said, if you follow my spirit, I'll make you rich. If you can teach my people how to follow, they can be rich in every single way. They can be blessed in every way. You will help them in every single arena of their lives. If you will just let them, teach them to follow their spirits. But how you will follow your spirit if your spirit is not trained, if your spirit is not at that place, you will not be able to pick and your spirit is not being trained just coming to Sunday and Wednesday. You have to give time in your home. You have to get up early. You have to sleep late. You have to take a break. You have to do whatever and fit wherever you can this word so that you and you alone be with the word and the word in you and you in the word and your spirit is being exercised. Your spirit is being exercised. And then what you hear, you go out and intentionally say, I know you are wrong. I know you are doing wrong. I know you are Doing purposefully with this being, but I purposefully choose to do what I just read an hour ago. Then you practice, then God will be like, oh, he did it. Then you're just putting up blocks upon each, layers upon layers, and then you're moving further. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God cannot lead you any other way. There's no other way. Through your spirit alone. And if spirit, you have to be trained. And how can you train? By practicing the word. By practicing the word. How many sermons you have heard? How many sermons you have heard? (laughs) This church is a busy church. We are a busy place. How many sermons we have heard? Countless. I've been only eight years here. Countless I've heard from Pastor Craig. Right? From different ministers. And this year we'll have so many ministers. You'll have so many words. So much word. But just so much word is not a solution. But whatever word you have, if you put to practice, will train your spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't wake up in the morning and say, I have to read through the book of John before going out. Otherwise, no. Read one scripture, but try to even read one paragraph or one few lines and 
put yourself in there and then whatever got in your mind let it stay there let it stay there and then keep moving forward and then keep on practicing you will keep on training and it's not a one night thing it's not a overnight weekend thing it's a process huh it's a process you cannot lose your weight in overnight and say i didn't eat last night lord my weight should be 10 pounds less it takes time it takes time it takes time if training your body takes time training your mind takes time training and training a child takes time guys have to who <laughs> what do you think training your spirit is like a quick fix thing no it takes time but if you are into it completely with full heart with full like i have to i want to and i will then it won't take that long for which other people have struggled yeah. amen but it's all up to us you want to be trained or not if you want to be that's best for you because if you don't you will miss few things it may be a big accident for that girl or it may be a small blessing or it may be a big thing for your future yes. huh many may have missed i don't want to go that side because you know young adult <laughs> service amen hallelujah. hallelujah 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 are you encouraged simple but did it feed you yes will you promise yourself to do what you hear yes will it benefit somebody else or you practicing the word both that's right <laughs> amen hallelujah because you don't know god has answers for others too but if your spirit is not trained you will miss yourself and for others too because at your works everybody has sinners everybody has who doesn't believe in god everybody has people who are going to hell but your spirit can pick up things from god and help them come out of those places if your spirit is trained but if you are just hard of listening if you are too busy of not hearing then you will miss for yourself and you will miss for your friend at the work hallelujah amen amen endeavor yourself to be trained father in the name of jesus i just spoke simply father that don't be the people of the one writer who wrote in the letter of hebrews that you have become dull of hearing you have become sluggish you have become you have made yourself not interested in listening but let them be those whom jesus said they are my sheep and they shall hear my voice and in my voice is the answer for them and in my leading is everything connected to their life protection prosperity increase relationships businesses family everything is connected to that leading holy ghost so holy ghost i pray that this word be glued to their hearts let this word go into not their only hearts in their minds also that they just grab this it's a simple but they say i want to start doing the word i just don't want to deceive myself enough of enough i don't want to deceive myself or anybody else but i lord i want to start doing what i hear i hear every sunday i hear every wednesday i hear when i go alone in the word when i study and spend time alone with the word and the spirit i hear and i want to do 
Let their hearts be, my father, to do, not just, okay, it's like another good sermon, okay, another tick box done, oh, because we went to wedding. No, no, no. Let this be, my father, um, a burning word in them, father. Because this will train their spirits. They know or know not, but this will train their spirit, and this will help them in the future, my father. So, Lord, let this word not depart from their hearts. Let it fall into the perfect soil, the fertile soil, the good soil, which will produce 30, 60, and 100 folds. And that fruit may glorify you, Jesus, and you alone, Father. Nobody else. I bless them, and I thank you for everything. It was great honor for teaching to you. I hope you're blessed. God bless you.